Listener discretion is always advised. Papa. Grandson. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before I start the... I got one thing I want everybody to do. I usually ask you to pull out your phones and hit like, rate, and subscribe and all that shit. I do not want you to do that, but I do want you to pull out your phone. Please listen to what it is that this guy right here says. Listen. Pull out your phones right now. Hey, if you got an iPhone, right? Go to settings. When you get on settings, go to privacy and security. All right, did you hear what he said? Go to settings. Go to privacy and security. All right. When you get on privacy and security, go to location. Go to locations. Right. I'm giving you a second. Go to locations. When you get on locations, go down to system services. Go down to system services. All right. I hope you're following me. All right. Click on system services. When you get on system services, go down again. Find significant location. Get significant location under. Get that. Find that shit. Turn it off. Thank me later. Hey, I don't know what that means. I don't know uh, 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 what it does, but turn that shit the fuck off. This is for masters, this technique. You already know what you're listening to. You know I do what the fuck it is that I do over here and the, the discretion of listening has been issued early in the show. I've already started it off with a little bit of something to make you think about what it is that's going on on your phone. My name is Justice. This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. I thank you for joining me for another uh, a fantastical episode of what the fuck is going on today and it's 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 unusual unusual right for me not to have anything to talk about well i have a lot more to talk about than usual one particular uh, not even instance because this right here has now become a culture this 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 brutality that we see and i'm not just talking about the officer-related brutality. I'm just talking about the culture of brutality that we have now normalized in this motherfucking country. All the way down from the cartoons all the way up to the porn. But, you know, what? who am I? I'm just a guy with the mic yelling into it in somebody else's garage. Might I remind you one thing, though, about me? My name is Justice. This is the Peace Podcast. This is the best solo produced podcast ever made. And I stand on that ground firmly. Challenge accepted from all. Let's get it. Now this shit that's going on in the news, it is not unusual. I don't know if y'all been paying attention. And of course, if you haven't been paying attention, there's no way that this has not caught your attention. Another, another brother is murdered in the streets. Police body cam captures the footage, right? And immediately we go into a whirlwind of all kinds of emotional this and that and that and this. 
please, everyone. I want everyone to calm down. Please just calm down. This is not the Rodney King thing, okay? I don't know if a lot of you people actually have seen the Rodney King footage. I believe they beat him for over four minutes. So, uh, I, I mean, and then they got off. They got off. There hasn't even been a trial yet. And, and, and my thing is, we know they're guilty. We've seen the motherfucking footage. We've seen this happen before. Is it going to change anything? No. I'm sorry to tell you that. Because the, see, the problem is internal. It starts internal and then it moves external. And right now, what we see right now is motherfuckers trying to please other motherfuckers all the motherfucking time. That's just what it is all the time. These guys were trying to fit in. These guys were, were on some bullshit. This guy's wife was getting fucked by the victim. I mean, it is always something and all of that shit goes right back to what I said. It starts internally. You see, from the cartoons all the way up to the movies, we have been taught that it's okay to kill each other. We walk around listening to music that makes it okay to tell another brother, fuck you, fuck your bitch, fuck your kids. I don't give a fuck about nobody except for my motherfucking bag, nigga, and I stand on that what's happening. And you wonder why this is happening. You wonder why this is happening right here. This is not unusual. For, for everybody to be so outraged and to be so hurt about another police killing is starting to infuriate me. Because as soon as you're done with your fake outrage and, and you're done trying to get the likes that it is that you need to get your subscription up and running and off the ground. You know what you're gonna do? You're gonna put on some motherfucking drill music. You're gonna ride up the street talking about spinning the block and popping the ops and all this old other shit. That's what it's going to, it's gonna go right back to where the fuck it was that we were before this. So we can't necessarily focus all our energy on this when in all actuality, we need to focus the energy on ourselves. And when I say focus the energy on ourselves, a lot of people are not going to like this episode. So I'm going to give you a fair warning right now to get the fuck out. Because this episode is not for everybody and a lot of people's feelings will be hurt. But before I begin, I started the show with some information and this show will be informational to all. I don't care what color you are. If you don't like what you hear, just turn it off, walk away. If you like what you hear, I promise you, I pro if you, even if you don't like what you hear, I promise you, you're gonna walk away from this shit with something that you didn't know. Now let me stop this right here and go ahead and give you one more little thing that might help you along your travels in life. All you have to say is, all you say is, hey Siri, I'm getting pulled over. When you do that, what it, what it, what it does is it cuts your phone, uh, it cuts the radio off in your car. Now, what this guy is talking about, and I can I don't have his name in front of me, but he's a very famous actor. There is a police arrest app that's already on your phone if you have an iPhone to keep you safe from bad cops. And this is coming to you from, of course, the one and only Flossy Informer. There is an app on your phone. 
that if you say what he said, your phone will go into some kind of safety mode. I don't know if you've ever seen uh uh what's the movie with the kid uh Haley Joe uh, uh, Haley Joe Osment uh is it AI? Anyway, yeah, uh it's the safety mode that it can go into. And now listen what listen to what he says that this safety mode does. And it starts filming immediately. And you can give them up to three people that it will notify. So the moment you say, Hey Siri, I'm getting pulled over. Your mama, your sister, your lover, they'll all get the information that you're getting pulled over and the location. You hear that? So if you are ever getting pulled over, I don't give a fuck if you don't fear for your life. Maybe something bad is happening and you might want to save something. Use this shit right here so that that way at least the last moments of your life can be captured and we could possibly find out who the fuck killed you or some shit like that i don't know but this app right here this little thing right here is some information that i have never heard and if i've never heard it i just feel like maybe some other people have never heard it so i'm going to share it with you that you're getting pulled over in also it sends it to the cloud because it immediately cuts your radio off and starts filming everything that's going on so even if the police snatch your phone out the car and break it the tape is still in the cloud. You can pull that down and show what happened. Okay, so you want to know that. It's called, I'm getting pulled over. And it's just, just a, a thing you add. Come on in. It's just a thing that you add with him. Come on in. It's just a thing that you that you can do just by having the iPhone. The shit is free. And you got to just do it when the police pulling you over. If you're ever in any bad situation, every young black kid should, who has an iPhone, to understand that and have it in their phone. If they're in trouble, if they're in danger, if somebody's coming after them, if they lost, whatever, all they have to do is say, hey Siri, I'm getting pulled over and you will let three other people know where you are and your phone will start ringing. That you can call and say, where you at? You in trouble? And you say, I wasn't getting pulled over, but this nigga's chasing me with a stick. See what I mean? This thing, we know how to use the littlest of everything and build motherfucking mansions. Come on, we can use this app. Not only, I mean, I don't know any nefarious uh, uh, activity, activities right off the top of my head, but to save your life, just try to program this into your friends. Tell your friends about this shit. Tell the guy who's got good memory. Tell your kids about this shit. It might save somebody's life. And then you get some help. So just remember, it's very simple. Hey Siri, I'm getting pulled over. The attachment is called, I'm getting pulled over and it is free in every iPhone. So check it out, check it out. The life you save may be your own player. Come on somebody. Now that's game. That right there is a million dollars worth of motherfucking real game because ain't a, mil a million dollars, you know, would you rather have a million dollars or would you rather have your life? That's all I'm saying is would you rather have a million dollars or would you rather have your life? Now, let me go ahead and get into obviously what is burning up the motherfucking, the, the ratings, all of the, the, the news stations have to run this, this story like they give a fuck about us. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about me. They don't give a fuck about him. Truthfully, right now, the program director that's at the news station is already hunting for the next big story. They're hunting for the next big one. They're waiting for it to happen again. We live in this society right now where it is, it is, it is so scary that I feel like sometimes I'm the only one who can, who can identify what, what it is that now has become 
in this nation. I saw, uh, maybe I'm not the only one in the world, but I've saw, a f- maybe, maybe, you know, not that many motherfucking people. I've saw a few people say what it is that I think is going on. And one uh, actual doctor, he said it better than I could because, you know, um, I'm a fucking idiot. He said, right now, there's a condition that most people, most first responders have when showing up to scenes of carnage and crime and stuff like that. They have to go to PTSD meetings and shit like that. Do you know what happens to you when you open up that phone and you keep seeing people murdered? And you can take it a step further. There are fucking channels on the internet where it's nothing but murder on those on those channels. Of course, I'm not gonna call them out. Do what the fuck it is that you do. There are channels out there where people are so desensitized to hurting other human beings that this right here has to be expected. And that's from a motherfucking idiot. You already know I'm dumb as fuck. Well, I am. But listen, okay, what what did we expect was going to happen? When you give a fucking phone, when you give a, a, a device, let me stop saying fucking, when you give a device to a child whose brain isn't fully developed and they literally have the whole world in their motherfucking hands, what do you think is going to happen? When you get a certain age, you, you, you wonder about women, right? Well, you don't have to really interact with the ladies anymore. You could just watch them get fucked. Right? I mean, let's let's cut through all of the bullshit. You ain't even got to worry about first, second, third base. Most people don't even know what the fuck that is. Right? We got these phones. They have desensitized the fuck out of this country. And most people don't want to admit it. You're all addicted to the motherfucking phone. Every single one of you motherfuckers got the, 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 the Instagram, Facebook, and burner accounts on top of that. Some of you niggas got two phones. If you're, if you're Kevin Gates, you got, what, six phones, eight phones, at least one for the drop, one for the load. I mean, they're everywhere, right? The information is nonstop. But guess what is promoted more than anything right now? Self-violence. Self-violence, black violence is promoted so regularly that now even white people think that they got the right to talk about black issues when they are the ones who created the black issues. Now, I'm not the only one that's necessarily speaking out against all of this shit that's going on as far as race and as far as other things. I probably shouldn't even be talking. Some people, don't consider me to even be a black guy. Could you believe that? That's some some very crazy things. You know, Bob Marley's dad was uh, white too. Just for you, just in case a few of you motherfuckers didn't know, there's a lot of mixed motherfuckers walking around here. But I digress. Let me go ahead and um, share a little something that I heard that I think might be informational to ya. I ain't gonna like this one. I've only ever had issues with other black cops. I've had more issues with black cops than I've ever had with a white cop. I've had more issues with other black men and women than I ever have with a white man or a white woman. This is why I don't like talking about race on my platform because I don't think y'all really ready to hear the shit I gotta say. But with this, these five Memphis officers and Tyree Nichols, it's about time we fucking have it. Baby, the self-hate in our community is so fucking detrimental and pivotal right now. But I feel like... Y'all get off on giving y'all power to other people, to white people. 
contrary to what the fuck y'all see on the news, they don't even have to, they, they got y'all doing the work for them at this point, right? See, I'm not the only one I've said that multiple times on my show, that the Kill Music is actually doing the Ku Klux Klan's work. It's easy for them. Of course, they're going to elevate your songs to the top. They want that message to get out there. They want it to be broadcasted. Why do you think all of the R&B singers of the 90s disappeared? Everybody didn't fall off. They were put on mute. Premise and, and the elites, they got y'all doing the work for them now. Because look at these five Memphis cops. Y'all think that shit is normal? Y'all think that shit is just a, a one-time occurrence? No. I've lived in the South for over seven years, and every run-in I've ever had with the law was at the hands of a black cop and a black judge. I literally have a friend right now who's in the middle of suing the Georgia State PD because something like this similar happened to him. Beat my friend on a random Friday night at a club because he could. There is no love in the black community. There is no love. Look at our culture. Down to the music we listen to. You you rappers, you male rappers, y'all get on these tracks and y'all promote violence towards each other and you think it's gangster. No, it's giving self-hate. It's giving coon. And it's giving capper. Because y'all don't even really be doing that shit in real life. I ain't gonna like this one. Well, at least she said it and I did say it. Well, I did say that though many a times on many a podcast that the self-hate... It has now become normalized where you could just bust a nigga head for no fucking reason. Nigga got on the same shoes, kill him. I, I, I don't get it. When more money is in, in flow right now than it's ever been in flow in our communities, we have still found a way to degrade our women, to step on our brothers, to neglect our children. It is a new thing. And if you don't think that people are out there neglecting their children and then trying to actually become famous for it or become viral for it, listen to this shit. I just knew that it was gonna be a 50-50 chance that one of these kids was gonna come out ugly. What the fuck did she just say? Come on, man. I just knew that it was gonna be a 50-50 chance that one of these kids was gonna come out ugly. Somebody. Because of him. Help me. Now look. Now I got Now see this is what I'm talking about. Everybody should not be having children. You mean to tell me you mad at the daddy and gonna take it out on the innocent baby? The baby had no choice but to come out looking like either you or the daddy. CPS, I hope you watching this. Man, I I think I said that on the last episode. People be out here wilding in our community. And in case in case you haven't noticed. There's no, like, non-like button. So when it seems like people, even if they don't, okay, if people don't even like some of the shit that goes into our community, there's no way that we can discredit it or uh, 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 selectively subtract it from where it is and how it stands as some sort of new center point or cornerstone of how it is that we move. And, and Truthfully, when motherfuckers move ignorantly, it is a reflection on a lot of people. It, it cannot be ignored anymore. The way that these motherfuckers acted, these cops, it's the same way that most motherfuckers act in most neighborhoods.
They don't give a fuck about other people. They step on them, they beat them up, they kick them, they take their shit. These guys just got badges and guns. Now, that's a whole nother area that doesn't even have anything to do with our community. The black community has other issues that I can't even, uh, that I can talk about. I can't get into that cop shit. I really can't get into that cop shit because that's a whole nother fucking creature and monster within itself. But in the black community, we neglect each other so much that it is normalized. We kill each other so much that it is normalized. And then we want to act like we are outraged when the police officers do the same thing that is promoted and projected as being a culture. So I don't really get all of this outrage shit because I can't say it enough. As soon as you done looking at all of this shit and virtue signaling with your phone that was made by an actual slave in Africa, the minerals were taken <laughs> from Africa, mined by slaves. That's in your phone right now. So, so as you do all that fake shit on the internet, you go right back to listening to the music that says, fuck this bitch and I'm gonna kill you, nigga. And if you say something about me, I can't handle that shit as a man. Oh, how are we going to move past anything if we can't first move to conversation? That's all I wanna know is how can we move past anything if we can't converse with each other? People sure know how to be humble and they sure know how to be nice when they want something. But it is a true test of character on how it is you treat people who can do nothing for you. That is a well-known thing. You can tell how somebody really is if on how on how they treat the people that do nothing for them. It's a it's a it, it basically tells you. That's this okay, that's how this motherfucker feels. But hey. I don't know shit. And what we do, what we project, it is not normalized. I don't know. Like saying some weird shit like this. Listen to this, okay? This is, I mean, as a grown man, this offends me. You got a cigar of your own, I see. Yeah, I'm smoking this Joe Barrow. Bruh, we can't do that. Grown men, please let us not promote that shit, okay? We not smoking another man's name pack. That is highly disrespectful. It is highly inflammatory. And not only that, it signals that, bruh, see, to us, it might sound cool. But to these kids, it means something else. And guess what? These 20-year-old kids don't know that some of us older folks already are trying to teach them. What you have, do what you're doing is going to affect your kids. What we did affected them. It starts with us in the community as men to own up to what it is that we have accepted as normal around our children because what they are are mirrors, reflections of their environment most of the time. And if the only thing that we give a fuck about is chasing money and fucking bitches, what do the kids talk about when they get older? That's all I want to know. Because that's what the kids are talking about right now. But like I said, no one understands how this is all interlinking in together. Or maybe, not even maybe, I know for a fact. Yes, I am an idiot. Someone help this idiot. Officer Demetrius Haley. Baby mama works at FedEx. Tyree was allegedly fucking with his baby mama. See? See?
and he took a picture after they did that bullshit and sent it to her. That's why y'all saw officer taking the picture. His baby mama works at FedEx. Tyree works at FedEx. There it goes. There it goes. I mean, what else? What else is there to say? If that is true, that he was fucking his baby mama. I mean, who the fuck? I mean, he took that guy's life with four of his friends, right? But this is a common occurrence in our neighborhood to where we feel like she is non-replaceable. She had or some shit, or our ego is hurt, or, or we don't know how to communicate. But something makes it to where. Most people don't even want to think about the situation that is going to occur if you hurt this individual permanently. There are more than six people involved in this story. And when I say six people, I'm talking about the five offenders and the victim. They all have families. They all have mothers and fathers, maybe sisters and brothers and children and nephews and nieces, all of them are affected by this. And I know somebody listening to this is saying, fuck they family. And that is something that was taught for us to immediately identify the, the same people who look like us or just a few shades lighter than us. As enemy, that is a taught response. That right there is the dog pile that they need for this shit to continue. Can we collectively just sit back for one second and instead of dogpiling on this story can we sit back and think about how it is that we're going to change how we move in these motherfucking streets because my guys this is not working this is not the way this is not how we gonna get to anywhere except for closer to the casket faster that this is not it y'all this is not it as an okay there's a saying that i used to hear and that was as a, 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 as a finger on your hand, it can only press one thing, right? But if you ball your fingers up into a fist, you could punch a hole in the motherfucking wall. If we can collectively at least try to get together on something positive and agree on that, maybe we can move in the in the in the in the trajectory that it is that we've always known that was possible for for culture for our culture for how it is that we want to be treated in this country because as long as we treat each other like shit they just gonna step over us just like shit gosh that took a lot out of me i don't think i went on one of those for a while anyway i have to tone it down a little bit so in the name of gangsterism in the name of sports in the name of, in the name of rain, here's a little something for you sports fans. Well, this for my 49ers fans right here. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, first off, fuck your click in the team you claim. North side, south side, this an Eagles game. Y'all claim to keep it player, but we patch it back. Plus the other quarterback, y'all couldn't even pass it back. Not a gang, nigga. <laughs> Look. Nah, Meek, fuck your team and the shit you claim. West side, not a gang, this the shit we bang. JG wasn't playing, that's a third string quarterback. Next year, Bosa gonna put your quarterback on his back. Uh, 
All the talking is killing me. Next time you pigeons come to Cali, have that same energy. And Gilly, you can miss us with all that drama in the bay. We got some Usos that'll give your ass a problem for real. Nine again. Bang, bang. <laughs> what you niggas standing on, nigga? We standing on business. We played y'all with a third string quarterback. Are you niggas proud of that? Come on, man. Gilly, you talking about some South Philly Italians, nigga. Next time you niggas come to Bay, the get back is inevitable. Bang, bang, not a gang, nigga. Man, it looks like a little something is brewing up. From that Gilly the Kid shit, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Like I said, the motherfuckers are millionaires. They go back to their homes and, 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 and they just, you know, they live it the fuck up. That's what you do when you're a million. That's what the fuck I would do. But a lot of people, they love their millionaires. They love narratives. They love good stories. And I know the first part of the show might have made some of you punk motherfuckers cry. Get over it. Anyway, I'm going to ruin a few more things for you. But before I do that... <laughs> Let me go ahead and hit you with this little story right here. I just seen this headline, and the headline says, Ma'am, 66-year-old worker charged with stealing $1.5 million of chicken wings. What are they talking about? A former about? South Suburban school lunch lady is now facing criminal charges accused of stealing more than a million dollars worth of chicken wings. All right, now this is coming to you from the neighborhood talk Somebody's grandma got locked the hell up for allegedly stealing over a million dollars worth of chicken wings. Um, um, credit to yes, that's D. Yes, that's D. Okay. According to WGN TV, 66-year-old Vera Vera Liddell, like Chuck Liddell. This is uh, does Chuck Liddell have some explaining to do with this? Okay. 66-year-old Vera Liddell is accused of stealing 1.5 million. Dollars worth of food, mainly chicken wings. Miss Liddell worked as the food service director in an, an impoverished South Suburban school in, Hay in Harvey. <laughs> the theft reportedly took place during the COVID period where students had to do remote learning. However, the school district continued to provide meals for the students and their families so that they could pick them up. Per the report, Count records accused Liddell of ordering more than 11,000 cases of chicken wings from the school's district food provider and then picking up the order in a district cargo van. Those chicken wings would never make it to school. The scheme was uncovered by the district's business manager, Snitch, during a routine mid-year mid audit. You snitched on this 66-year-old, man. Bruh, you could have said that money went allocated, them chicken wings went bad or something. Anyway, the manager found that the district was $300,000 over the annual food service budget. It's unclear what Miss Liddell did with all that food. All we know is her cellmate better high day commissary. Let's go to the news reporters. WGN's Andrea Medina has that story from Harvey. This went on for about a year and a half. What the school worker allegedly did with a large amount of chicken wings is still unknown, but she's in custody at the Cook County Jail and is accused of placing unauthorized purchases separately from the district's legitimate orders. 
66-year-old Vera Liddell is a former Harvey School District 152 employee. She's at the center of a major theft scheme that brewed during the COVID-19 pandemic when students weren't allowed in the classroom. Liddell worked for Harvey Schools for more than a decade. She was a food services director, but after her tenure, she was hired as a consultant in July. Hold on. So she worked there for more than a decade. I wonder what their motherfucking retirement plan was. That's something that needs to be taken into consideration. What was her starting pay when she first started working and what was her pay at the moment when she had to steal $1.5 million of chicken wings? And I really don't think that it was $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. My kids go to fucking school and that fucking food is not the best food in the world. July 2020, in that role, she was in charge of placing food orders. Between July 2020 to February 2022, Cook County prosecutors allege she used her position to embezzle $1.5 million from the school district. Court documents accuse Liddell of ordering more than 11,000 cases of chicken wings from the district's food provider, Gordon Food Service. Hey, man, I know somebody was selling wings around that time. And if that's you, my nigga, you could have told me. GFS and picking them up with a district's cargo van. At this time, it's not clear what Liddell did with them, but a proffer presented at her bond hearing last week says the food was never brought to the school or provided to the students. It goes on to say even though the children were learning remotely, the school district continued to provide meals for the students that their families could pick up. The scheme was uncovered January 2022 by the district's business manager during a mid-year audit. So this was found out last year? They waited a whole year. The manager found the district was $3,000 over its budget and were only halfway through the school year. Court records reveal the manager discovered individual invoices signed by Liddell for massive quantities of chicken wings, an item never served to students because they contain bones. Parents say it's upsetting. To oh, so this was the real chicken, it sounds like. That's why they tripping. This is real chicken. To know someone may have selfishly taken the funds intended to nourish students. Uh, this is the area that we live in. We live in, in like, you know, um, middle class, lower than middle, middle class in this area. So it really don't surprise me that somebody would try to get over, but it's kind of sad. Others claim it's not surprising to know a trusted person in their community would do such thing, but they're hoping the district enforces effective oversight over the financial activities of the district. I just feel that um, the people that was watching over that money or who jobs it was, um, they need to be um, looked at because that shouldn't happen. The Harvey superintendent is aware of the charges, but declined to speak on camera or give a comment because it is an ongoing investigation. Liddell's next court date is February 22nd. Reporting in Harvey, Andrea Medina, WGN News. Well, one thing I hate to say is uh, I don't think they serve uh, chicken wings in jail. Miss Lady. Yeah, that's the, I mean, I don't even have nothing bad to say. I, I'm not mad at that lady for stealing them damn chicken wings. They chicken wings. I mean, it's not like they didn't have insurance. They, I'm pretty sure that the school was jacking up the price. That's usually what businesses do. Businesses want money. So she kind of fucked with their money a little bit, but she's 66 years old. I mean, come on. She's 66. Come on, man. Yeah. Anyway, I, some things you just have to fucking laugh at. Now, two more fucking stories, and I'm out of here. This one right here is about what it is that we eat. Now, 
it's a very, very well-known thing that what it is you put in is what it is that you get out. And that means with everything, in effort, in life, in relationships, at work, what it is that you put in, you get out. But there's not that much education on what it is that you put in your body, how it is that you are going to act outwardly. The the, the ads on the TV would make you think that every single thing that's in the supermarket is digestible. And if you don't do any fucking research, you don't know any better. But there is something right here that I found that just might educate. There's thousands of videos that I have saved far too intricate for my mind to break down yet and and, and and disassemble and put it in a, a, a civilized sentence. But this guy right here could kind of, I could kind of understand this. So I hope that you could kind of understand this too. I would change the word type two diabetes. No one knows what it means. Diabetes is an Egyptian word. It's not a Latin word. It means siphon because you're in the bathroom peeing your brains out. But no one knows what that means. I would change type two diabetes in all governmental materials and in medical textbooks, etc., to what it really is, processed food disease. Call it what it is. In addition, I would make hospitals get rid of soft drinks as we have at UCSF. We have the Healthy Beverage Initiative because hospitals are supposed to role model good behavior. Hospitals were the first places to ban smoking. So I would do that across the country. I would. But you can smoke at a hospital. All you gotta do is walk 20 feet. How do I know that, motherfucker? Because I smoke. Get rid of all sugar beverages into hospitals. I would change See, the word type. It's sugar. The sugar affects everybody. I don't know why it is that sugar is pressed to us. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, I, I have my theories on maybe it might affect your health and the way that you respond to things. And not only that, give you more of a... a more of a, uh, uh, you're more likely to make terrible decisions when you've got all of these chemicals and shit floating in your goddamn brain. And your brain's not damned and you are a god, but you don't want all of that shit in your brain. Anyway, one thing that I have to get out of here on, because I do have to get the fuck up out of here, is this right here. Do you like Black Panther? I have to ask you that. Well, I loved the first motherfucking Black Panther. I did. Until I saw this video right here. And and this guy has a lot of fucking points. And, and I just thought that maybe this might be something that uh we need to talk about. Here we go. So I didn't go and watch Wakanda forever. And a lot of people look at me and say, wait a minute, you're black. You have to go and watch Wakanda forever. Now, I haven't even seen Wakanda forever. I uh, just, I don't trust motherfuckers right now, so I ain't been to no theaters lately. I'm waiting for this shit to drop on Disney+. Plus. So leave that guy alone for not seeing Wakanda forever. But first, let him break down Black Panther. The truth is, I didn't like Black Panther. I did go and see that, but I had a lot of issues with the movie. And I'm going to explain to you why I didn't like it and why I believe it actually the first film anyway, did more harm than good to black people. Pay attention. When you look at white heroes, they tend to fight the enemy of the West at that given time. So Superman was created in 1933 and his enemy was the Germans, the Nazis. Wonder Woman was also the Nazis. Captain America also fought the Nazis. 
Iron Man fought a proxy for Al-Qaeda or Islamic terrorists. Now, the X-Men was a little bit different. They were actually an allegory for civil rights, but without the heroes actually being black. Because a lot of people say that Professor X and Magneto were basically Professor X's MLK and Magneto is Malcolm X in that universe. But I didn't know that. It was just sort of weird that they used that as a template, but the actual heroes themselves weren't black. Black Panther is supposed to be an African hero, but he wasn't fighting the enemies of Africa. Portuguese slavers, British colonizers, American slavers, Belgians in the Congo, the French in West Africa, the Dutch in South Africa, Western multinational corporations that take our resources for peanuts. Black Panther avoided all the natural enemies of black and African people, and instead Wakandans were fighting each other. Wakanda is meant to be the most technologically advanced country in the world, but instead of helping the impoverished African nations next to them, they hid themselves because they didn't want to have to change their way of life. When Nakia went to save the kidnapped girls, which was an allegory for the kidnapped Nigerian girls, she was reprimanded by Chala. Now, my question is, why are you hiding to help fellow Africans when Superman or X-Men or any of these other heroes help people they do it in broad daylight and they act as a deterrent to the bad guys basically like hey we're here to protect these people so if you come you're gonna have to deal with us but when black people have a hero they hide this i mean god he has so many damn good points why exactly isn't nakia allowed to help africans openly wakanda has medical tech that can cure a spinal injury in 24 hours which Shuri does for the CIA agent, that Ross dude. But you guys can't help Africa eradicate typhoid, HIV, sickle cell. Yep. That, that, now, this is where it kind of goes off for me is because he brings the movie element into the real life element, but the real life is kind of incorporated into the movie. I just don't see how this has any kind of uh, meaning at all. But brother, I do respect it yellow fever and the multitude of other diseases that are killing millions of Africans for the decades that we've been dealing with. You guys have all seen the UNICEF, the Red Cross commercials and all these things. You're seeing those images being pumped out about black African people, but we have an African hero who his country have this tech and you're not going to cure those diseases forever that thing that see that's the thing is right there it's it's it it, it it confuses me at the end of this video because like black panther's not real there's really not a wakanda that shit is fucking imaginary but uh if there was you would think that they would help unicef unicef is real and the imagery that they do show us of the impoverished uh areas of africa that was a big thing with 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 the uh uh with the culture growing up, and I'm not saying our culture was white culture. They used to always show kids with flies on their face and all kinds of shit in Africa. Anyway. Very, very strange. Wakanda sends spies to America, but when the spy tries to help black people by giving them weapons to fight oppression, the Wakandan king kills it. When the US or UK sends spies to Africa, they do it to affect regime change, leverage for resources, and basically give their nation an advantage. Let me give you an example. James Bond. James Bond is a spy. James Bond in every movie goes into all of these countries and all these places and his basic focus. Hey man, fuck James Bond. This is the queen, who is not the queen anymore, obviously it's not the king. But they act like don't know black people live over there. Like, I, I don't like James Bond or none of that shit. Like, the whole idea 
of that shit to me is ludicrous. I like the technology in it. Yes, do I believe that there are fucking special agents that can do special shit? You goddamn right. Don't come fucking with me, okay? Let me say that shit right now. I respect your, your shit, but don't come fucking with me. My thing is, there are black people over there. Period. That's it. That's all. So I remember when Idris Elba was up for being, uh, uh, he was up for the role of 007. People lost their shit. They lost their shit a little bit more than they lost their shit over that Little Mermaid bullshit. What happened to the Little Mermaid? Basically, the, the Britain, the UK, I'm basically working in the interest of protecting the UK. He kills people, for goodness sake. He has a license to kill. That's what 007 means. But when Wakanda have spies, they can't do anything. That's the point of spies. But the Wakandan spies, the black spies, they are supposed to just spy. Killmonger gets created out of this situation. The realest motherfucker in the movie is this guy, Killmonger. And rightly, he hates Wakanda. He's the only character focused solely on black people and he gets depicted as a murderous terrorist. Isn't that normal though? Like I said, that is normalized, even in the fucking, this is a Disney movie. Disney. Now Disney, they have, oh my God, they have their hands. The blood, the blood floweth through the hands uh, 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 of Disney. They, they have some weird shit going on on Disney right now. But ah, listen to this guy. It's almost like they made him Malcolm X and Shala MLK, then pushed for the Shala pacifist MLK ideology as the preferable option to the proactive ideology of the radical Killmonger. Like, that's basically what I was seeing. The moment Killmonger's butt touched the Wakandan throne, he was riding for black people. And very quickly, he was killed, but not before he gives one of the best speeches you'll ever hear. So anyway, that's actually, it's worth watching the movie just to see Killmonger's speech before he dies. If you have not seen the first Wakanda, I do not care what color you are. Go to the part where Black Panther uh, 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 just defeated Killmonger. There is a speech that he gives that should make the hair stand up on your arms and the back of your neck. I do not care. That is just my feeling about that. It's as if they put all the positive ideas of black empowerment into him so they could kill him and thus symbolically kill the ideas that he had, essentially telling black people that this is not how you get ahead. Man, see what I mean about what it is that you see and what it is that you listen to. Now, I, I heard that from uh, uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins. So I cannot say that I coined that, but what it is that you see and what it is that you hear, that's, what it, that's how you feel, that's how you believe. No lie. So if you continuously see murder, mayhem, and, and, and all of this other shit, it's normalized for you to do it. It's just so normalized. You get ahead by being like Shala. Then, instead of Wakanda giving their tech to African nations, they give it to the UN. Who as any African who has sense will tell you what the hell have they done to advance the continent of Africa in the decades they've allegedly been trying to do so. One of the biggest issues with African economies is the debt they owe to those Western nations. Wakanda have the most valuable mineral on earth, vibranium. Now this is back to the movie, my guy. Why? Don't they pay off all of Africa's debt with a tiny bit of vibranium and then create a single African currency backed by vibranium, which could go against fiat money, 
which is what the West uses, which is backed by nothing. They would instantly turn Africa into the greatest empire the world has ever seen overnight. Think about the fact that after you pay your tickets or subscription or whatever the hell you pay to watch this film, which I view as silent pacification, most of that money goes to the very culture that has and is exploiting the African continent and continues to keep them in economic chains. Follow for information on my independent project to create genuine, authentic African heroes. So I didn't go Yeah, I, I, I... There you go. I just ruined Black Panther for you. You are so, you're so welcome. I, I, I love you so, so much. I had to, I had to do it. I, I, I don't think uh, anyone else has put that up yet. So I had to share that with you. I got, I, do I got time? Because if I got time, I got, it's, it's 7.56 a.m. Some of you motherfuckers haven't even wiped the crust out of your eyes yet. And I want you to get the fuck up right now if you haven't done that. If you've already been up and you've been a productive member of this great nation that they call America, I want you to pull your phones out for me real quick. Give me the subscription, man. Go ahead, hit that subscription, hit that notification button so you can get alerted when these podcasts drop. Um, sharing is a form of support. I'm broke. I'm cheap too. All right. That's, that's just what it is. That's, but I don't need your money. I understand we all strapped for times. Listen, share the podcast, get the podcast out there. I would greatly appreciate that. If you could just share it. Thank you so much. If you did and fuck you, if you didn't <laughs> last but not least, this podcast and each podcast um, before it is dedicated to the life, the love, the legacy, and the memory of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you, mama. I, I miss you, baby. Um, each one of these podcasts are recorded in one sitting. No editing, no cutting, no mixing. That's me justice i'm doing this all in one little thing just uh, working it the fuck out anyway i cannot say this enough and i cannot stress it enough do whatever it is that you need to do to get through please do not hurt anyone in the process um Papa. oh mr malik what's up my guy I'm done. I guess I should take my ass in the house and uh do 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 do. Yeah, thank you for listening. This is another Justice in the Peace podcast. Peace. Hey, applause. Appreciate you.